4: Welcome to Life Mastery with Todd Allen, the talk radio show that dives into the science of higher consciousness. Join Todd and his guests weekly at 10 a.m. Pacific time and learn how to live a peaceful life with intentional mastery. Enjoy a survey of inspiring topics such as abundance, intention, health, manifestation, love, and transformation. It's all right here, leading authors, speakers, coaches, entrepreneurs with stories and messages to support your well-being, let alone your most evocative of dreams
1: welcome to life mastery radio yay today's an awesome day we have an awesome guest and oh my gosh I'm so excited that I'm lost for words <laughs> where did it go it's uh my name is Todd Allen, and today is September
3: there 6th,
1: 2000. <laughs> I was so excited to get going, and the engineer asked me, are you ready? And I'm like, yeah, let's go, let's go, and I guess I wasn't ready. Well, before we take get a started, deep breath. <laughs> I know, before we get started, I always like to get connected, and let's just reach way up high toward the sky, toward universal spirit, and Wiggle those wrists around and maybe stretch those fingers and roll those shoulders a little bit. And Let's take in a deep breath. And while you're taking in that deep breath, let's just really focus on bringing that breath all the way down to our heart center. And just really focus on that. And let that breath out with a big ah. And let your essence out into the universe. Uh, let's do that one more time. Stretch that back in with a deep breath. Uh, and let those dreams, visions, and goals out there. And allow the universe the opportunity to make those come true. Uh, yeah. Sounds
3: good.
1: You're not giggling, though. Sounds
5: good. Oh, I'm listening to you.
3: I'm listening to your doggies in the background climbing all over your desk. (laughs) Oh, I think
1: that might be somewhere else. But as always, my co-host is with me today, Coach Debbie. And Debbie is a writing instructor, award-winning editor, and of course, a holistic life coach and a writing coach who has recently really got in the groove with some writing workshops. And I can tell just by talking to her, she's having a blast.
3: Hi, Debbie. Mm -hmm. Good morning. Thank you. Yes, we started our our first writing workshop over here right on the Puget Sound yesterday. No, day before yesterday, Sunday morning, we were up early and we walked right down to the beach. We didn't stick our toes in because it's very, 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 very cold waters here. But it is beautiful water. You can see the islands and the Olympic Mountains and it does remind me of being out at, at your pretty lake, Todd. But I do have to say I, I am feeling this connection with the little waves and the oceans nice. and the inlet. It's it's really loving and comforting me. And so we had our nice group come. They're an advanced storytellers group, unfortunately closed to the public. But I do have one open to the public that is starting Friday. September 16th and this is for anyone who has a love for story could be that you want to start a food blog it could be that you want to write about your kids and put a scrapbook together it could be anything in between it could be anything you dream of but we're getting in touch with your stories and I would love to work with you
1: so these so- are these are intimate groups that you are Guiding, do you have anything coming up for our listeners that don't live in the Seattle area? Anything online? Cooking?
3: I don't have anything online, but it's definitely in the oven. The content is ready. It, it's, hey, I should put this out there. It's the online software that I need. So if, uh, if any of you have some groovy tips, I'm looking at Moodle and Maestro. And I would, I would love any feedback. You can write to me at Debbie, D-E-B-B-Y, at CoachDebbie.com. Thanks.
1: That's the way you do it. Yeah, good job. I want to remind listeners today that anything that we talk about on the show, any links that we discuss or anything that we direct you to go and investigate will be located at www. Life Mastery Radio on today's show page. Just click on the page that has Maureen listed with that gorgeous picture of her oh my gosh it's just it's just really really catchy how do i want to say that debbie i'm getting
3: i think you said it i think you said it. it's very eye-catching yeah
1: are you ready for the show
3: i'm ready for the show
1: our guest today is marine saint germain and she has been leading workshops and tours since 1994 marine saint germain's focus is personal development and spiritual awakening she has developed an impressive array of practical tools to assist individuals in applying quantum physics using sacred geometry. It's two things that are, are just dear to my heart and part of my study. Marine's workshop and seminars are in demand all over the world. She is insightful, compassionate, intuitive, and funny. As a speaker, she shares the knowledge she has gained by studying ancient truths over many years. Her books, well, I can't say that one because that one's coming. But it, she does have a new book coming up. It's called Waking Up in 5D. Exciting title. Be a genie. Create love, success, and happiness. Beyond the flower of life, weaving the fabric of your reality. It is her passion to help people grow and evolve and her mission to help others manifest. <clears throat> excuse me. I got choked up there. Manifest <laughs> their heart's desires. Yeah. Maureen, welcome to the show. How are you today, my friend?
2: I am very good. And today we're going to be talking about my current book, Realities of Creation yeah. um, and the Higher Self-Connection, which you've, you've posted on your um, webpage. Um, it's like the, the, the thing that's so important to help people really get a level of accuracy in their higher self-connection. It's an yeah. amazing tool.
1: You and I are almost cut from the same rug. You know, my my motto is to lead others to the fire that sparks the fire in their own heart. And I think that is, um, that's what drives me. That's what I'm passionate about. And it always brings me to journeys just like this one where I get to have a nice little chat with you. Nice. <laughs> so... So tell us, just let's let's get into your story just a little bit, and, and how you got on this um, amazing spiritual path. Where then you you've come to the point where you don't get a. This is what I believe. I don't get to keep it unless I give it away.
2: Well, I um, have always been plugged into spirit, and when I was a little girl, I didn't realize that not everybody could understand what I understood. <clears throat> and at the same time, there were a lot of things that I understood that I knew no one else could see or understand. Um, so, you know, I always had that that bent, if you will. <clears throat> and growing up in uh, a Catholic family, you know, the expression you would use is Catholicism. So I, I wanted to go to Mass every day. And even when I was working on the farm and I had to show up, For work, I would still find a way to get to morning uh, mass. And then, as an adult, I wanted to have a family and raise children, and so I took a job in the corporate world. And then, um, as my children got older, um, and I'm continuing to do my esoteric work and studies, I was finally ready to take it public. So I actually was. You know, I call my spiritual work my avocation until I was ready to go public with it. Um, So I, you know, I led study groups and things like that for years and years and years, and then uh, decided to start teaching publicly. And I taught the Merkaba for close to 20 years and brought it to uh, countries all over the world. And in that process, one of the things that we taught people was that you could not activate a certain level of the spiritual work without permission from your own higher self mm-hmm. and yet no one was defining what that meant we what is your higher self mean? what's permission look like so I made it my mission to learn that what what that would mean and what that would be expressing so that I could teach it to my students and in the process developed a easy six-weeks program that anybody can do. I can teach it to you today on the show, and in six weeks you get 100% accuracy. And that's a okay. pretty tall statement.
3: Uh-huh. I'm ready. <laughs> okay. I'm ready. Let's so, go. So we go,
2: to that, we go back to that quiet place. You know, we've opened up our heart a little bit because Todd has created that space. And we expand our heart a little more by thinking of a little one that we love that we don't have any expectation from. So it could be an infant or a pet. It doesn't even have to be your pet. It could be someone else's pet. It could be a pet you used to have. But hear yourself say to that little one, I love you three times in your thought. Just kind of close your eyes and go there. And now your heart is expanded. And some of you who are sensitive will feel that the energy in your chest has changed. And that's what it feels like when your heart chakra opens. Now we're going to send a beam of love and light to your higher self. And that's actually beyond your crown chakra. And that beam continues to go up to it connects with your higher self. And we're inviting the higher self to move into our heart, which is the lowest place the higher self can be. And now that we have the higher self in our heart, we ask the higher self to work with us to create our connection or improve our connection, because many people have a connection, but maybe they don't have the level of trust that they'd like. And now we ask the higher self, give us, give me a symbol or signal for yes. Show me what yes looks like, feels like, tastes like, smells like. Show me what no looks like, feels like, tastes like, smells like. And show me what neutral looks like or feels like, tastes like or smells like. Now we give thanks to the Higher Self and we tell the Higher Self, okay, we're going to work with you every day for 45 days. And we'll ask all kinds of unimportant questions for practice. Now open your eyes and write it down. Write down your symbols or signals. And some of you who are listening may have received something that you feel is very faint or very slight. And I love to tell the story about the woman in a class whose ears started to itch, and she tells her body, calm down, we're waiting for the higher self signal. And then her foot starts to itch. Calm down, calm down, we're waiting for the higher self signal. And then her whole body started to itch. And she said, all right, all right, all right, I'll take the itchy ear. And that became her higher self signal for yes. So it doesn't have to be something... That you think your higher self would tell you, because you're not allowed to dictate to your higher self. You're asking your higher self for its signal, and and the higher self has a sense of humor. So your higher self will give you a similar signal that you might find ludicrous because you're taking yourself too seriously, or your higher self might come up with a signal that is perfectly uh, normal, like the word yes. You might hear someone, you might hear in your head the voice yes. Some people get a shape, you know, a a square or a triangle or a star tetrahedron. That's okay, too. And a very common symbol or signal for no is that feeling in the pit of our stomach. And that's very common, but it's one thing to get that feeling and to know you're not supposed to move forward on something. But it's another to make an agreement with your higher self that that's your no signal. Because what happens is after the six weeks, you're going to be able to ask, open-ended questions. Initially, during the practice period, you're only asking yes-no questions, and you're not allowed to ask important questions. And if you have an important question, you make those the exception, and you don't use any other divination tools. So there's the seven little rules that you follow for the six weeks, and you set the time. So if today, you know, today's the sixth, so we would go all the way to October 21st. Um, But whatever day you start this, as you're listening to this show, then count ahead 45 days. Because it takes 45 days to get new DNA, and in 45 days your body will be accustomed to this. Now, the ego is your friend. I'm not of the spiritual belief that the ego needs to be subdued. So my belief is the ego is your ally and wants you to be happy. And the ego has been helping you make all your decisions Helped you make your decision to listen to this show at this time, for example. So your ego is not your your enemy that you're trying to get rid of, and I deliberately set this up so that as you're doing this, your higher self is able to give you information about stuff you don't care about and so your ego has no reason to jump in and give you an opinion so if you really don't care whether you have broccoli tonight or green beans and you ask your higher self and your higher self says cook the broccoli and you have a whole head of broccoli and then somebody knocks on the door and you've got plenty of food for everybody cool stuff like this starts to happen or you're at a restaurant and you ask what should i order And you always follow a protocol, so you always ask it in a certain way. So even though in conversation we say, you know, should I this or should I that, in truth, when you're asking your higher self, it's always higher self, is this, is X, Y, Z in my highest and best good, or is in my highest and best good to blah, blah, blah. And you don't omit the name higher self, because if you don't specifically ask higher self, you actually might have you know, entities or energies around you that could, you know, move forward through you because you're open to receive that are not your higher self. And then Mm -hmm. finally, after your six weeks of practice, what happens is when something comes in that you feel very strongly about, but you're you're not sure, you just don't want to trust it, you can ask your higher self, higher self, is this my higher self telling me? Blah, blah, blah. And what's amazing to me is... The first six weeks can be quite fun, and you have to be willing to be playful. So, you know, the, the woman who walked into class, uh, and she noticed that one of the other women were kind of giving her the uh, once-over, you know. And, and women tend to do that. You know, we take it all in. You know, wow, that's an interesting combination of clothing and jewelry. And she noticed the woman was looking at her and said, don't even ask, my higher self dressed <laughs> me this morning. And the idea is that you are willing to be playful. Now, if you have a preference, let's say somebody's just brought out a beautiful plate of fresh chocolate chip cookies and you really want one, don't ask your higher self. Enjoy it, because even though that may seem like a frivolous question, it's important because you've got your desire on it already. So oh, right on. you only ask you only ask for six weeks. Only ask about stuff you truly don't care about and you only ask about stuff you are willing to follow through on. And the reason why it's so important that you follow through is because it's like learning a language. You don't want to create conflict. You know, those bonbons look really good. And I'm not sure that my higher self said no. It wasn't really that clear. I probably should have one. And it's goofy when you start to do that because you change the connection and you dismiss the connection. And finally, one of the reasons why you don't use any other form of divination is Again it's like mixing up languages so you know when you're learning French you don't go studying Italian at the same time because they tell you that will mix you up you get confused you won't be able to hold it all so we take the six weeks window and after this during the six weeks some very wonderful fun cool things happen for example my webmaster came to uh, class one time and he came because he wanted to learn more about my work as a webmaster not because it was his thing you know he was a football and beer kind of guy and a good guy loved me but you know this wasn't his thing but he thought he should come so i asked my higher self should i charge him and my higher self said no and i think it's funny because i'm at least checking in you know and i check in on everything
0: yeah. so um
2: he says to me in class uh after we do the first exercise with the higher self he says um can your higher self have a sense of humor? And I said, oh, yes. And he said, well, my higher self came in and said that a red beating heart was my symbol for no. And green M&Ms were my symbol for yes. <laughs> and he, he thought that that was pretty wild, um, you know, Uh, And then the next day he came to me again and he said, could your higher self be a woman? And I looked at him and I said, actually, yeah, you know, some guys see a female as their higher self. Some women see a male as their higher self. And a lot of people don't see anything. You know, they don't see anything. Maybe they'll see a light. Maybe they'll sense an energy, but they don't even see anything. So after a couple of weeks go by, I'm really bugged by this. And I call him up and I said, Larry, how do you know your higher self's a woman? He said, well, I can see her breasts. Well, this guy's a breast guy, and he has pictures all over his office like that. So, of course, his higher self would come in that way to make sure he would sure. pay attention.
3: Absolutely. is funny? I, you I know, Maureen,
1: wait, wait. <laughs> I just got to say that this is, I, I want to say fascinating, but I'm going to say this Discussion or what you just said is gorgeous because, <laughs> because I have never heard it so put so eloquently and concise and compelling to understand this process. I was, I'm very aware of the process you just described, but I've never heard it stated that way. And you know, I, I even learned some things from that. Um I'm, I'm going to call it a teaching because that was very compelling and, and very gorgeous, my dear. That was mm. awesome.
2: Thank you. thank you. Oh, my
1: gosh. You. I almost feel like the show's done. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs>
3: did, you, uh, did it take you back to your workshop with Mary, Mann, and Morrissey where you met all the women and... Got in touch with the feminine, the divine feminine?
1: I don't know that it went, it just confirmed, you know, every, all the processes that I understand and the way that I understand I connect with my higher self and the way my life became magical once I started this practice. Now, Maureen, we, we might want to just qualify it a little bit because I think what you're calling out in during the six week process is a, a, a practice and to start developing that habit and 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 certainly asking for signs and signals that I'm on the right path.
2: Well yes um, but you're also asking for validation that this particular sign is the fail safe that right. your higher self has given you and it creates a level of communication that is greater than trust and i'll say to people you know what's the difference between trust and knowing and the difference is i i trust that if i make a date with you to meet for lunch that you're going to show up but i know the sun will rise exactly so you move from trusting your your guidance to knowing your higher self and by the way we haven't really described what the higher self is But the higher self is the version of you that's plugged into God. So every one of us is aspected to God directly. But that piece of us or that aspect of us is not here in the 3D body, but it is readily available if we reach to it. And I believe that we are becoming our higher self and that this connection with the higher self is the the tip of the iceberg so to speak because the higher self is not better than you or me the higher self is simply has simply got access to God that I don't have and access to the reality that due to the nature of the 3d reality I don't have you know it tells my higher self tells me when to call someone and they're there and they'll say how did you know to reach me I'm never in the office at this time and The, the thing about the higher self, a great metaphor to help people understand, it's like this. I'm the president or the CEO of my company. I call the finance director, and I say to her, look, I'm meeting with the banker tomorrow. I want to pay off that balloon payment that's due next week. Can I write the check for tomorrow and take it with me? And she says, yes. We have plenty of money. I was anticipating that happening. Did she give me permission?
3: I don't think so. I'm don't i not sure. Yeah.
2: She did not give me permission. She gave me information, and that's the yes. difference. Yes, that
3: makes yeah. sense. Yeah. That makes sense.
2: So, So the higher self, your higher self, is like your finance guy or gal. Your finance person knows stuff you don't know. They know detail you don't know. They know what you care about, and they're paying attention to all of it. And they're giving you information as you seek it. And here's what happens. After you do this six weeks of practice, and I'm suggesting people ask their higher self 30 or 40 times about the unimportant, insignificant things. And what happens is the higher self moves from from being, um, you know, the intuition part moves from being reactive to being proactive.
4: Nice. There's a
2: huge difference here. So on the one hand, your intuition is going to give you, you know, advanced notice to, to do something, but your higher self is proactive. So I'll give you a metaphor. You know, if you're driving up a mountain road and you're driving fast and enjoying scenery and feeling good, and all of a sudden you think, ah, oh, I better slow down, you know, it's, there could be other cars up here. It could be dangerous. And sure enough, another car comes around the corner, goes left to center in front of you. you you've slowed down enough, you can get out of the way, and you're fine. You didn't go driving off the road, although you could have, That's being reactive. You're reacting to the environment. A proactive stance is your higher self coming into you as you're driving up this mountain, says there's a scenic overlook up ahead, pull over and take a break. And you do. And when that crazy driver comes down the mountain, going left to center, where are you? You're not even in it. And so, very often, your higher self is so proactive, you don't even know that you've missed out on something. But I'll give you a classic example. I had a workshop scheduled in New York City right before 9-11. And I had a huge attendance booked and I was buying my airline tickets about six weeks out. And I was planning on taking a vacation day and returning home on September 11th. And my higher self would not let me buy my return ticket for September 11th. So then then I pulled back from that exercise and asked, what am I to do? And I was told, go home on Monday. So I did. And I was on the very first flight home Monday morning. And when my appointments that I had already made, you know, and I called and said, look, I'm going back early, uh, well, why aren't you? Why are you staying? I thought you were going to stay and have dinner with me. My answer was, you know, I really don't know. My higher self said I should go home on Monday and so I, I guess I'm not taking a vacation day.
0: And on Tuesday, I knew why. Yeah. Yeah. Fascinating.
3: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, the well, higher I- self is always at, at work for us, and I, I think we've got to really focus on this second part of the show here. We want to put it out there that if you have calls or if you would like to text me on Messenger, I'm sure Maureen would be happy to interact with you.
1: Stay tuned. This might be a very good time to take a break. We can get caught up. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after this.
5: You've listened to the shows on CTR, and perhaps you've found yourself thinking, maybe I should host my own show, but I don't know how. It's easier than you think. From the beginning with private coaching sessions to your own live broadcasts, CTR Network will prepare you on every level to share your knowledge, expand your brand, and take your business to the next level. At CTR, we nurture your vision, and make it a radio reality. Contact Cameron Steele at 425-221-3646 or Cameron at ctrnetwork.com and put your dream into motion today. Have you taken the time to visit our Facebook page and like us? If you're saying no, it's time to change that answer. What's great about Contact Talk Radio's Facebook page is the fact that so many people are contributing helpful information to it. Not only does the staff at Contact Talk Radio update the page throughout the day, but so do our hosts. You'll know when shows are live and what the show's topic is. If a host is doing readings, you'll know when to call in and what number to use. Or maybe one of our hosts just wants to share some words of wisdom or a picture to brighten your day. You won't know what's waiting for you unless you visit our page. Go to facebook.com slash Network and like us. That's facebook.com slash Network. Happy
1: Facebooking. Welcome back to Life Mastery Radio. If you've just tuned in, we have an amazing guest. And you're definitely going to want to go to iTunes later and listen to the first part of the show because to me... She just gave the master key to life mastery, and it is a, a simple practice. We can go and get her book, and her name is Maureen St. Germain. And Maureen, maybe we should just open up. Can you tell us where your website is located?
2: My website is maureenstgermain.com, dot ncom um, the current book that I've written, "Realities of Creation," is available on Amazon, and it's called "Realities of Creation: Moving Beyond the Limitations of Our Beliefs." And it is co-authored with a number of other authors, but my chapter on the higher self is what we've been talking about.
1: Nice, very nice. So, in the first yeah, half of so the you show, speak. you yeah. you you brought us through this 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 gorgeous process of how we can begin this practice and. I just want to drill down into this just a little bit more because you, you alluded to opening up the magic of life and, and truly getting a connected, getting connected to the, the source that gives us power. And you described some things, you know, my practice of, of I'm always where I'm supposed to be when I'm supposed to be there. It, it has truly blown my socks off because it happens daily and it's just a mantra and a connection that I have and I'll walk around a corner and somebody's like they have their phone in their hand and like how did you know I was just going to call you and I and I totally trust that and it's just a part of my being um something else that you You talked about was was your know or knows
2: yeah I had an experience this weekend that will really blow everyone's mind Um, I'm standing in line at a museum in Los Angeles. My husband and I have gotten up early, driven from San Diego to Los Angeles to be at the front of the line for the broad museum. And there's a longer line of people who have already got reservations. They're going to get early entry because they were online six months ago, you know, getting a reservation. A woman walks up to the front of my line and says, does anybody want, two tickets because I've got two extra tickets and I said I'll take them and she said yeah but I need for two and I said oh yeah my husband went for coffee I will take them and she said well you're going to have to come back and stand with my family because we have to come in as one and I said okay so I go back and I start chatting with them and then I said to them well I better go back and see if I can find my husband so I went back to where I had been standing he wasn't there I came back then the lady hands me the paper and said you better hang on to this just in case you know we get separated and i looked at the name on the paper and it was the name of a family that were best friends of my parents back in ohio 40 years ago and i'm looking at this name and i said you know what i knew somebody by this name but they're from ohio and the man says oh we're from ohio and without skipping a beat the older woman who's standing there with his wife and his son looks at me and says are you maureen wow
5: the last
2: this woman
3: saw me it was 45 years ago. Oh, that's amazing, Maureen. That's really neat. And yeah. and you knew because of your practice, you knew that you belonged having a conversation with these people, that the the desire to connect had been manifesting, but now the reality was there because you were Just following, following, and knowing you you show up where you need to be.
2: That's absolutely right. In fact, it even goes deeper because we were intending to go to a different museum later in the day because we wanted to go visit uh, or be at a concert where we have friends who were performing. And my husband said, as long as we're taking the trip to L.A., why don't we go to the Broad, too? Would you check in and see if it's in our highest and best good to do that? And I didn't particularly care whether I went to that museum and but my higher
0: self said, yeah, do it. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow.
1: You know, you know Maureen, I, I just wrote a book, and I wrote it for millennials, and it's called Life Mastery Keys. And so I'm, I'm, I'm really curious of what you're finding. You know, what I understand is the the younger people are so hungry for some kind of connection, and religion really isn't fitting the bill for them. I mean, it's just... Even though that ancient technology and those ancient texts speak of some um, very big truths, but how how are they receiving your thoughts and ideas?
2: Well, I over the years I have had a huge, huge number of young people—you know, like twenty to thirty somethings—in my classes. And I would say more men than women that age group, which is very interesting. But, you know, they're interested in sacred geometry. They're interested in, in some of that. And just as an aside, the book Be a Genie is loaded with sacred geometry and explains manifesting from a mathematical vantage point. In addition to giving people lots of tools that they don't have anywhere else, there's this connection between the math and the science but I had such an interesting experience. Um, About a month ago when I was in Asia, I received an email about two weeks before I left from a man named George. And George wrote me and said, I don't know if you remember me, but I took your class when I was 21, and I'm now living in Asia, and I see you're gonna be teaching in Taiwan. Could we get together? I just, you know, I, I do all these different practices, and I haven't really you know, followed your work that closely, but back then you struck me as one of the most profound spiritual teachers I'd ever worked with. And recently I had the hit that I should check out your website, and when I saw you were going to be in my part of the country, I wanted to talk to you. So can we do that? This is, that was 12 years ago. It's like yeah. so, I mean, it so reinforces what you just said, and also that the connection that these young people are having is uniquely different from our tradition. And I believe that the reason that the the churches, let's say, or the, the religions are not um, as successful in retaining or, or gaining uh, the, the focus of the young people is because there is a sense of dictatorship and these are the rules and you have to follow them kind of energy and it's too controlling and the more successful churches are inviting the young people to take leadership and to do leadership type things that help each other and other people and that's attracting a good attendance so part of it is the understanding that that the millennials get it that we're in this together and we need to be helping each other that, you know, a generation or two ahead of them, you know, was more, more of a, um, you have to succeed. You, it, you know, it's your own bootstraps that are going to make everything happen instead of bringing others along with you.
3: We have to remember the times as well. And, and that, you know, even if we weren't trained to understand the hero's journey, there. There is this biological need to create a rites of passage right around that age period. People will seek an action that promotes them to a higher level of understanding in that, in that age group. And if their culture isn't providing it for them, they will go on their own quest and find it. So, I'm not surprised that they are venturing out and finding your work.
2: Yeah, it's really, really cool, really amazing. Um, and i I am truly blessed to have had interactions with so many young people who are plugged in. And ready to understand the information that's coming into them, but they don't have the framework. And that's where the spiritual work is so valuable.
1: Right. right. You know, it can almost overload them.
2: Exactly. Exactly. And, and they don't know what to do with it. So. Right. And the other thing that that people like um, you guys and I do is we make it okay to have a daily practice without belonging to a religion. You know, the old style was, the only, you know, it's like, do you show up at, at the gym? You must have a membership. Or do you do some kind of workout on your own? And there's plenty of people who are working out on their own and don't have a gym membership. But in the old days, nobody did that. In, in fact, I can remember one time, one Sunday morning, when a church group came to my door. And they said, you know, we want to talk to you about, you know, god's word and i said well i can't right now we're having sunday service and they said what do you mean you're having sunday service And I said well you know we're we're doing our um our sunday worship and they said well you can't do that at home and i looked at him and i said well some people do we do Mm
4: -hmm. and they
2: said well can we come back and i said okay you can come back but you know when you come back i want equal time
4: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
3: One of the beautiful things, Maureen, about, about a spiritual practice is that you, you are, you're connecting with the youngest self that you came into the world as. You're, you're connecting to your adult journey. You're connecting to a guide to see you through your whole life. And if you want to add it to your religion, you can. If you want to honor it because religion doesn't speak to you, you can. The spiritual journey is for anyone who wants to connect on a soul level, regardless of how they feel and believe in a more 3D dimension.
2: I agree, and I think that the the um, concept of a practice that does not require you to show up somewhere is very Alluring and very powerful, and it also implies personal responsibility instead of someone else dictating. You know, gosh, we haven't seen you in Sunday service for a long time. You know, that's always intimidating. (laughs) I don't want—I don't want a preacher to tell me that.
5: Right,
3: right. Well, I can tell you, I was in uh, twelve steps as the uh, idea of higher self and higher power came in. I. I was attending Al-Anon for friends and family members of alcoholics and I I was sort of afraid of this idea of a higher self and a higher power and slowly I came to understand that it was just more of my training. You know, my training had been to get in touch with my youngest self and to care for her and to watch out for her and now there was this notion that there was also a higher self that always had my back. You know, Gabrielle Bernstein's latest book is called The Universe Has Your Back. And, and that's a lot of what the higher self is. It's, it's always a practice, even just as you breathe and walk through your day.
2: I agree. And the powerful thing is you get to turn it on. It doesn't turn on until you're ready and it is ready whenever you are. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And that's very
2: important.
1: You can can never go back.
2: uh, (laughs) Well, yeah, I suppose you you could say that, you know, I'm sure there are people who have gone back, um, but then, you know, they find their way. I mean, you know, it's no different than somebody who's been in, in AA that they might slip. And then they get back in the program, and then the second time they do much better because they have a greater appreciation for what it's like to have fallen off the wagon. And, um, you know, uh, some of my best students are are from that program because they have a greater appreciation for the self-direction that it takes
1: to make things happen. Yeah, and to explore, to explore
2: mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. inner and self.
1: And, you know, you, you know,
3: have to remember Todd too, that there are plenty of people that, that come to understand spirituality and, and that their spirituality will keep them sober, but they haven't really come to bond with all the aspects of themselves and therefore are not able to bond with other people. You know, so, so I think Maureen's making a really good point here that, that a higher power can certainly help one get sober. But are you living a clean life, you know, so that you're really showing up with your people? That's, that's another level.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's interesting because, um, this is, um, you know, people who have been wounded as children, um, often have psychic ability because they learned how to turn on that, those higher centers in the body. And But if they haven't done that work within the heart, then they are missing a piece, and they can't go to the next level beyond that. Right. And so once in a while you'll meet someone who seems to be plugged in, and they seem to know stuff, and they're tuned in, and then they do something that's not heart centered and you think to yourself, "How can that be that's not a match for all the other stuff that that you know about them and And I call hmm. those people um, um, you know there's a there's a word that I give them that has to do with being psychic but also being um, not heart centered and And so that missing heart connection needs to be rebuilt and that's hard work that's That's very hard hard work because you have to go Mm -hmm. back in the you know to the wound itself and Mm -hmm. and repair that now the good news is when a person does that work um there are many many shortcuts nowadays that you can use spiritual tools to cut through and repair that very quickly you don't have to do it all all the time through therapy or those longer processes Mm
5: -hmm.
2: um but um it's it's very it's very interesting to me to to observe that about people and in the old days you know um i i i gave them that name but you know sometimes it's just it's just a form of narcissism really and that comes from being wounded at such an early age that it's not safe to be here so you always have to be on top you always have to be ahead of people and and that's that's probably one of the biggest problems we have in like the business world today is people who have these these tendencies and they don't know that all they have to do is open their heart and they'll be fine
3: exactly exactly and todd experiences this a lot by working in a Huge organization that is developing people to, you know, spread their word, give their speeches. He, he experiences this a lot and we talk about it a lot that, that one can be a a fantastic business person, but are you connected to your heart and partnership? And, and that, that is a whole nother section. But I think when we remember the only reason That someone is not living from that heart place is because life started tough for them. Whether they can remember it or not, it did. You know, feelings and such were not allowed. It gives us compassion and that ability to remember that this is something we can all do. We can all find that ability to bond. And it might start with our daily spiritual practice and commitment.
2: You know, I really like that. And one of the things that jumps out at me, as you describe this, for all of us around those people is to love them anyway, because that'll give them the most room to shift and change.
4: Yeah, it's
3: so true. Well,
1: and, and, you know, I have a belief too, Maureen, that, you know, one of the, one of the, one of the things that we can do to hinder a person is interfere with their progress and their
3: journey.
2: Mm hmm. Yep. That old chrysalis thing with the butterfly. Don't touch
3: those wings. Right, right. But often if, people interfere, Todd, by retracting. You know, that's their yeah, I don't think,
1: I think that people are on their journey and I think that they're here to learn and everybody is guided um, from the divine. And, and sometimes, you know, they might get a brick across the forehead and then if they don't listen, it might be a chunk of concrete that, you know, gets them to wake up. But I think eventually... Mm-hmm. But but, Debbie, what
2: did you mean when you say by people retracting? What does that mean?
3: Well, one of the most beautiful gifts Todd ever gave me was I, I wanted to go on a retreat at Alan Cohen's Center in Hawaii, but I'm legally blind, and I didn't see how I could do it without help. And I wanted Todd to come, and he was afraid of getting in the way, but the biggest gift he gave me was that he accompanied me But he did not get in the way of my spiritual evolution. He knew I needed assistance and I needed to lean into the comfort of his presence. But he didn't get in the way of what I was trying to learn or force any ideas. He didn't retreat and say, you're on your own. You know, this is your journey. Goodbye. Do it.
2: (laughs) I understand now. Yeah. And so and so that goes back to loving them anyway, doesn't it? It is you know, giving it people faith and loving them anyway. Not getting in the way but also not going away.
3: Exactly. Exactly. It's it's a very it's a very hard thing to do, but I think your message with the higher self is that we make this bond with the higher self so that our heart center is available to bond elsewhere.
2: Cool. Very, cool. oh my,
1: very Oh my, oh my gosh, cool. Maureen. We, we just have about five minutes left. The show has just cruised by. I, I really dig your story and I really dig your intentions in the world. And I'm just wondering if, if people want to connect with you more, do you, are you still offering classes and, and tell us a little bit about, you know, what the listener can do to take those next steps.
2: Okay. Well, number one, get on my mailing list. And an easy way to do that is to pick up a free guided meditation. And my free meditation at this time is divine government meditation. And it's a lovely seven-minute meditation. And I was a music major in college, so I write the background music and everything. It's beautifully done. And it calls in the wisdom channel for every leader whether they're running for president of your country or whether they're your boss at the Seven Eleven, you know it's it's the tool that really anchors in the light and what people don't realize is a lot of times when we disparage public figures we're actually throwing dark energy on them which makes it harder for them to cut through and be their best self
1: oh my so goodness
2: that's a freebie that's on my website and that's easy. I also teach classes in New York City and on the West Coast in San Diego. I also teach online coursework for the Akashic Records. Um, I'm in the middle of a coursework right now and we have uh, other ongoing coursework coming up. I also take people on sacred journeys and I teach in other countries as well. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh. One of the things that I am very well known for are my guided meditations that will take you through a process. So if you need a tool or you need to get into some kind of a practice, you know, pick out one of the guided meditations that I have. Most of them are set up in a way that you have to participate. And that's very powerful. So there's room for your part, your participation, and it makes it very personalized for you. Um, and, again, all Maureen, of those activities after-
3: That's wonderful, Maureen. We have a texter who's saying, please come to Melbourne, Australia.
2: (laughs) All right. Well, tell them to reach out to me, info at com, and I will come. I've been to Australia (laughs) before, and I have taught, um, and uh, I have a big following in Australia. And, Todd, I can't help but resist saying to you there's such a strong connection. I know you said before, earlier, that we're kind of like... You know, almost cut out of the same piece of cloth. The um, title on Be a Genie*. The subtitle is "Create Love, Success, and Happiness." And that's almost the identical words that you have in your PR piece about the work you do, which is so fabulous.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, it's 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 no wonder that <clears throat> you and you and, and through Debbie, we were all connected and could express ourselves in an hour and. And at least plant the seeds for our listeners to explore some more and to know that, you know, it, I, it's a magical life and you can have it all if you take those steps and learn to master your
3: life. All those steps. Take them all. Don't skip so over Can any. I
2: give you a, a parting prayer? Sure. Please, please. A way to change everything for yourself every day is to say, I am asking for a day of heaven on earth. For me and everyone I come in contact with nice mm. Thank you Maureen.
1: Thank you so much for being on the show today. I enjoyed this show we'll go down in the annals and and Debbie I definitely want you to put Maureen on our radar and have her Good. back especially when her new book comes out. oh yes. I'm just fascinated with it. 5d stuff
0: so I
3: think yeah that's coming. it's so much of what Todd and I were talking about. Right before the show. So I, I I think it's wonderful that we had this talk.
2: My pleasure. You guys are great. Lots of fun yeah. to work with.
3: Thank you. Thank that's, you.
1: That's about all we have for today. Please go to the website at www.lifemasterradio.net. We have the link up there for Maureen's website and you can explore her thoughts and ideas some more. And while you're there, sign up for our newsletter. Our newsletter goes out every week, talks about guests that have been on the show and the uh, ones that are coming on the show, and a blog post from Debbie or I. or Debbie, we might have to find a blog post that we can share from Maureen.
3: Okay, yeah. we'll do that. I'm sure she'll give us permission.
1: Bye-bye Absolutely. for now, and and remember, make it a great day. It's all about choice. See you later.
4: Thank you for tuning in to Life Mastery with Todd Allen, the talk radio show that dives into the science of higher consciousness. Join Todd and his guests weekly at 10 a.m. Pacific time and learn how to live a peaceful life. For more information on Todd and his guests, visit his website at www.lifemasteryradio.net. That's www.lifemasteryradio.net.